Hey, it's Joe Girard with the Sales Hero Podcast. We're going to learn some cool stuff about psychology, influence, neuroscience, creating those repeatable best practices and systems, and building your bulletproof mindset. You can also find me on my blog at joegirard.ca and at saleshero.academy.com. Today, we're talking about overcoming procrastination and getting rid of this imposter syndrome mindset. If you've got projects that you've been putting off because you're afraid of being judged when you're finished, we're going to talk about how to just battle that and get stuff done. So we're going to get inside your head and talk about what's really going on and how you can start rocking out projects week after week, month after month. This is also a blog post, so you can check out the links as well for more content. I reference some things in the post that you're going to want to check out. Remember, it's all about keeping it simple, having fun, and getting back to just helping more people buy from you. Welcome to today's podcast. And you know what, really? I'm just glad I didn't put this one off. Today, we're talking about overcoming procrastination and this idea of the imposter syndrome. And and really, you know, in the last um, podcast, we talked about, you know, how to go and get things done. And it's something that I always talk about. People come to me all the time and say, you know, can you do some speaking? And can you get us excited? Can you get us amped up? And really, it's not about getting amped up. But it's just about going and getting something done, getting some momentum. It's not about motivation. It's about taking action. And so that's kind of what we talked about last time. But on this one, I want to dig a little bit deeper into the mindset about why we put things off and this resistance to getting things done. And if you can combine the fact that there's processes you can go after and you can check your mindset, you can do anything. So really what this one is about today is thinking about if you've ever had any of those projects that are out there that have kind of gone unfinished because they weren't perfect, right? Those things, those ideas that you've been sitting on and you don't want to put them out there for fear that something negative is going to happen to you. And the problem is, is we all struggle with trying to be the best versions of ourselves all the time. And this is what leads us to resisting finishing those problems. We think about things like, well, what if nobody likes it? Right. And so we don't finish it because if we don't finish it, then nobody can judge us. Right. And so last week, like I said, I talked about getting things done and we focus more on the process. But now I want to talk about like getting in your head. Right. Let's get things done simply because rather than worrying about what's going to happen when it finishes. So last actually last year in May, I went back and I double checked on a post that I wrote and it was all about I wanted to write a book. And I was wrestling with what I wanted to do, what kind of book that I wanted to write. And so I I double-checked my plugin that I have on my website. And since then, I've written uh, 103,890 words. And for a full-size book, it's usually about 50 to 60,000 words. So that's like two books that I've written in this past year, but I still haven't written a book. And so it's funny to think about, you know, why I've been putting that off. And I'm going to go through that a little bit here. But if you think about it for yourself, do you have any like unfinished creative projects um, that you're stalling on, right? Do you have a, do you want to build a website, but you just can't get around to it, right? Do you have a business idea that you really haven't put any thought into or started that research and you've just been kind of kicking back saying, oh, I have an idea, right? Or what about starting a podcast, a blog, an Etsy shop, doing workshops in your community or any other number of ideas because you're just afraid of how people are going to react if you actually tried to do something. So why do we procrastinate on our ideas? So for me, like I said, I still haven't even started writing that book. I didn't know what I was going to write. And so I thought about what are those reasons why? And if we dig a bit deeper, there's, there's four reasons. One, I'm kind of resisting hanging my hat on one singular idea. Number two, I'm afraid that it may not be perfect, right? 
Number three, I don't want to be judged or criticized, that's for sure. And number four, I may feel like an imposter and get that thought of, who do I think I'm trying to be by writing a book? Like, what, what kind of ego does this guy possess thinking that he's allowed to write a book? And I want to ask you, does, do any of those things resonate with you when you're thinking about your projects going, man, I just like, I don't want to do this because it just feels weird, right? That's totally normal. These ideas, like, yeah, they, stuck, they get stuck in our head, they creep in and they just like, they eat us alive. And no matter what level you're at, it's completely normal to feel like you're an imposter. Even those people, those gurus that you see online that are just killing it. Just know that they feel the same way pretty consistently and they've had to overcome that stuff. They have to constantly overcome those feelings of this imposter syndrome. So one of the challenges with procrastination is that we use it to keep us safe from having to do our best work, right? So I, I remember I heard this somewhere um, and it's, you know, it's, it's this idea of when you're around telling people like all the stuff that you're working on. And so, you know, like uh, we say something like, oh, it's, you know, I'm working on this thing. It's not quite finished yet. Or I, the one that kills me with startups, we're pre-revenue or we're pre, 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 pre-launch, right? And the trick is like, if you never finish the thing, you can't be judged. So that's perfect. That's great to just <laughs> sit back and not do it because you can constantly always say, I'm going to start a business or yeah, I'm going to quit smoking or blah, blah, blah. Any of this other crap that we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better in the eyes of others. And so it's safe having these big ideas and never seeing them through. So I see this happening all the time to what we call entrepreneurs, And you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Right, These people that think, I'm going to do a business and nothing ever materializes. It's also common to lie to others about the amount of effort that we're putting into our projects just so we can seem better in their eyes. And ask yourself how often you're doing that to go, I, like I do, I see this at networking meetings all the time. People just almost treat it like group, group therapy. What you want to be doing is saying, what am I working on? What can I put my stamp in regardless of what happens that I can go out and just get it done? Okay, and so it's it's terrifying, totally terrifying to go out there and risk being judged. As human nature, we don't nobody wants to to be judged, and so the natural reaction is to not get it done. It's totally safe this way. You can go out, just tell everybody what you're up to, what you're doing. They can do the same thing to you, and everyone feels good about upcoming exciting projects. And everybody shakes each other's hands and goes about their day, and then we feel anxious and nervous, and ah, but we don't get judged. <laughs> um, I've got a video. A friend of mine, Rob. Scott, um, he talked recently at Google, and he talks about this imposter syndrome, and he, and he goes into it. It's a good, uh, it's a good hour, um, and he, he rocks it out in the video. And the big fear that's happening all around us is that that fear of how you're going to feel when you finish what you've created. What happens if you finish? Now what? Right. And so a few years ago, it's a, it's a good story. Um, a friend of mine, we, we came up with this idea for this really cool business and he was perfect for it. And we started to put it together and we had all the right ingredients for success. But no matter how we thought about it, he had this major fear that held him back. What if we finish this and it doesn't work? What if nobody likes it? And the realization, this major fear was that if this thing didn't work, he felt that this was a reflection of him and his character and that maybe this was going to be his only chance of success. And it would ultimately make him feel like he had no option and just have to stay as this employee and feel frustrated in perpetuity, right? And that fear of this potential failure that you know may or may not happen paralyzed him enough to walk away from the idea, right? And we're still talking about it, wrestling it around, but that fear really held him back. 
Because if we don't do our best work and we just kind of dip our toes in the water, we can easily walk away from it and make excuses, right? If you just try something, ah, you know, it wasn't for me, we get to walk away. But if we put our best work forward and it fails, it's a reflection of us, right? We fail our, we think of ourselves as a failure. That's what, that's what ends up happening. So what we're trying to think about is how do we overcome this, right? Think about it. If we don't do our best work, we just dip our toes in the water. We can easily walk away from it. We make excuses. And I see this happening all the time. You got to ask yourself, am I, are you doing that, right? Another one I talk a lot about is that your value is not in your performance. Now, stay with me for a sec because it does seem, it sounds counterintuitive to the idea of getting results. I mean, especially in sales, marketing, ROI, this is what I do for a living is help people get results. But what I mean is that your real value is in your ability to put your best self forward and constantly adapt. Being able to fail forward is what winners do and is a heroic character trait. So let me take it back to performance for a second. Like I said, I coach and train people to increase sales. I love what I do. I love helping people get results. And we must get results or I don't really have a business. I don't have a job and I'm not very valuable. So it's important to get results. But when we think about value, think about people, the real value is not linked to your performance. Your performance is, of course, a measurement. But your value is not how you perform, but rather your ability to do a few things is to self-reflect, adjust what you've learned, and improve, to test, to fail, to get better over time like a superstar. Nobody comes out rocking and rolling out of the womb. And so when, I, when I've managed people, I, uh, my teams all over, I would say, you know, I'm going to put you into two categories. One, those that don't know how, and two, those that don't want to. And then I break it down further. Those that don't know how... We'll teach you. But those that don't want to, you either want to or get the F out, right? Is if you want to be here, if you want to do something and you're just not sure how to do it and you ask for help and you get coaches and mentors and and leaders and you surround yourself with people that can help you grow, you will constantly always get better. Even when you reach the top of your game, the people that you see out there absolutely killing it have coaches and mentors and invest in bettering themselves constantly. They're never done learning. But... Those that don't want to grow, those that don't want to get better, they're the ones that stay stuck, okay? And it's really simple. If somebody doesn't know how, but they want to improve and is coachable, then we can move mountains. I'll work like crazy to help them succeed. But if somebody makes excuses, constantly, you know, doesn't try or is afraid of what everybody's going to think, we can't really do much. And they come back and they make excuses. And this this whole philosophy has helped me and my teams create really big traction. And, and even for myself, it's like, there's no excuses. I even have that on the inside of my suit coat. It's a monogram. No excuses. Because it's okay to try new things. And you have to free yourself to go out and just get to work, right? And, and give yourself permission to work on being your best self all the time and, and keep growing that best self. And it, but it's when you refuse to try. That's what makes it so I can't even help you, okay? And the big reason I focus my training on activities versus results and always look to build, build, build practices, like build those best practices, is that it, it's... It's not about just the metrics because results are just the byproduct of your activity. It's what happens if you do good work, right? An activity you can control, your results you can't. You can't control other people. You can only control how you react. And it's totally normal for you to have doubts and insecurities, but it's how you overcome them that's going to define you. So remember, it doesn't happen overnight, but it happens. 
And so, you know, this year for me, I know personally, I'll share a little bit about my story, but like what's been really cool is just how things that I did three years ago are paying off now. The fact that I'm still here doing what I'm doing is allowing these this work to start a, to start to grow and get some legs. And videos I did that you know by today's standards um, aren't that great have just recently got me a ten thousand dollar deal. And so these are the kinds of things that are starting to pay off that I didn't really know what I what I was putting forward when I did it. But if I didn't do it, they wouldn't pay off. I hope that makes sense. And the trick is just being there tomorrow and next year and the year after. And I, I'm a, I've got a video here as well, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. It's just an awesome, awesome video I saw the other day where he talks about this fallacy of overnight success. And he says that there's no such thing as an overnight success. And and I 100% back him on this. You know, he says that when he, when he reached in his 30s, everybody said, oh, you just hit it big. You're really lucky. He said, so all of those, you know, 15 years of me just struggling and, and working and making, doing something every single day, that doesn't count. There is no such thing as overnight success. Even if you hit it big and you become successful, maybe as an athlete, what about all the sacrifices your parents made and all the other things that happened to allow this thing to grow? So, I mean, that's a, it's a great video. I'd say just check it out. And a big thing that I'm a fan of is focusing on feedback loops rather than perfection, right? There's no perfect thing that you're doing and just be absolutely cool with getting feedback and looking for feedback and finding ways to constantly improve. And in all my programs, I build in feedback loops within feedback loops within feedback loops so that we're constantly saying, how do we constantly test and adapt? And, and all you need to do is just tackle a project one at a time, get it done, get it out to the world, you know, pilot it, prototype it, see what happens. And the faster you release stuff, the faster you put your work out there, the faster you can get feedback, right? And I've learned this lesson many times in my life and sometimes the hard way. You know, we, te- we got to test stuff, see what people like, ask for input, ask for ideas, take those ideas, improve your offer, keep evolving it until it gets better. And I put off some major projects for fear they'd be less than perfect. And then when I finally released them, I heard crickets chirping, right? It was kind of like, eh. And I was so excited to click, you know, submit or send or publish or post, whatever it was. And it just like nobody cared. And so all of a sudden now it's a judge of my character and I'm insecure and blah, 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 all the crap that we tell ourselves. But really it's just the nature of how things work. But then there's times that I just put a, like thrown a cool, unfinished, you know, idea together and people just eat it up. And then the completely, you know, they, they pay big bucks for it. And I'm going like, man, this is crazy. This thing was like just a silly project I did. But it's in those moments of getting customer feedback that I've realized it's all about the audience and not me. It's crazy, right? It's not, it has nothing to do with the things that I want to do. It has everything to do with does the thing help them? And you can't know if it's going to help them until you actually try to help them and you put it out to the world. So now I make sure that every project I put has some kind of testing component for feedback and a transparent open series of these loops so we can constantly make things work for the customer. And it is so much easier when you remove that ego and just let the creative process be around the experience for the customer and grow these things together. And so I want to finish with just letting you understand is that overcoming procrastination 
can be massively rewarding, right? Since I've made this mental shift for myself to, you know, just more of a GSD, like get shit done attitude, I'm putting out new cool things all the time. It's so much fun. And as I just dive in and I learn a ton, it constantly evolves. You know, previously when when I waited, I got anxious all the time. I was worried about, oh, what if they don't like it? Now it's just a blast. I try stuff, I put it out. What do you think of this? Try new things, I ask for feedback. And as we learn, we get to tighten up processes. We get the best iteration of ideas that help continuously help customers. We expand the offerings and we create exponential growth and results. And this is what this is the world that I'm living in right now. And so I'll give you an idea. Some of the projects that I've launched, and I, I'm going to have links uh, to these as well, but I've got my consulting business, Change, Grow, Achieve. You know, I was, I was doing that as, you know, I was a consultant, but now that I've expanded to add more consultants, it's a consultancy. It's now just not just coaching, but we're building training. I've got curriculum designers, program designers, and we can start to build, you know, really cool things. So I've started to surround myself with talented people to fill some of the gaps that I didn't have, bringing some structure, doing some bigger projects and t- being being able to say yes to a lot more cool things. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe next year I would slowly start to grow, but biting the bullet and building a team was one of the best things I could do. Next thing I did, Sales Hero Podcast. I launched that, which you're listening to right now. And I've been yapping to everybody for over a year. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do this. And I started, it was like this, it was nice for the ego to say, oh, I'm going to, right? But I had a friend, um, uh, a friend uh, like a little while ago just said, you know what? Why don't you put this thing up on SoundCloud? What are you doing, man? And it was just like he spurred me on. So thanks, Jason. And uh, and I did it in an afternoon. I put all the content together, did this. I edited, found some music, licensed the tracks. And it's given me so much more focus when I'm doing my posts and I'm getting like a lot more. It's like fun to like just talk over some music, right? And now I've got this tool that I can do interviews and I got these people that want to like interact with me, but it wouldn't happen if I didn't put it together. The next one, I've, I launched an online store recently on my on this website, on my Joe Girard website, and I'm just taking client tools and turning them into products that people can buy at a price point that makes sense, and people are buying it. And I'm like, oh, just use the tool. Here's how it works. Do a couple videos, and I'm just testing them. And if they like them, great, right? And it just took me about a day to get everything set up and put the WooCommerce, all that stuff in. Now I've got a place to just do product testing. And then I've got, you know, my I did a webinar jam, you know, a couple months back, and I purchased the software more than a year ago. And I just never did it. I never used it. It was like mental to think that I invested in this thing and never used it. And so, you know, then I finally bit the bullet. I was worried it would be terrible. I worried nobody's going to show up. And I was like, what if I do it and nobody shows up? Or like, it sucks. Who cares? The fact that, I, that I'm doing it is what matters. So just get better and just get started. And it went really well. Actually, I got some new clients and it was cool. And so now I'll do more webinars. Uh, and then the new one I want you to check out is Whiskey Fridays on Blab. Um, and Blab is this cool new thing. I wanted to do Whiskey Fridays uh, about three years ago where I just talked about things casually and had a glass of whiskey. Um, I never got to it. But when I saw this new platform, we jumped in and now we're three weeks into the thing. So it's just cool. Like we're just launching stuff. And then the last one, you know, I'm putting my final touches on the Sales Hero Academy, my online training program I've been talking about for years. And in, you know, my, the procrastination is set in that imposter. Well, what if I put it up? Nobody cares. I'm like, no. So now I'm just making things happen and putting it up and, uh, and put, putting it out. I'm doing beta testing right now. It's gonna be cool. And all of these things have not been that hard to create individually, but they're creating momentum for me and it's driving my business. And the funny thing is that, you know, these were, these felt like major projects in my mind, but they weren't, they just sat in my head for months and years and made me feel frustrated and my question is, is do you have ideas like that in your head, right? They keep adding, you just like, you know, get overwhelmed. 
So what I'm going to ask you to do is just take an idea, pick something, take action. Don't worry about it being perfect. And if you're really worried, offer money back guarantees, right? It's rare that people are going to take you up on them, but who cares? Unless your stuff's just really brutal and sucks, just test it out. Learn from your work, make improvements. And, uh, you know, I was showing my friend the other day, the Sales Hero Academy, and he was like, yeah, he found some things I could fix. And that's what I, you know, beta group for. I don't really care. I'm going to put it out, see what happens. Worst case scenario, I need to change the video. I reshoot it, replace it on Vimeo. It's no harm, no foul. It's like a 30-minute project. So go out, conquer something. Who cares if zero people like it? Do it for yourself, get better, and have fun. Oh, and to finish off about the book, well, now that I'm getting traction on all the other stuff, it's become crystal clear. I'll write the book on the sales hero. It's going to be the book. It's going to include all the best practices and stuff that I'm learning from testing and I'm really excited about. So stay tuned for that. And that's what we're talking about today. Forget about being an imposter. Get something done. Put it out there. Put your stamp on it. If nobody likes it, that doesn't matter. It doesn't reflect you. But what does reflect you is your ability to either do something that you said you're going to do or not. So I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. You know, whether you're just starting out or you have decades of experience, it's conversations exactly like these that can help you get an edge today and in the long term. You can also find me on my blog at joegerard.ca and saleshero.academy.com. Make sure you share this with your friends and colleagues as well. You know, selling is heroic because nothing happens in a business unless people buy from you. This is why I want to help you just simplify, have fun, and grow. Let's not only talk about these ideas, but take action and do our best work together. When you invest in yourself and just continuously learn how to sell the right way, you are a hero for your customers and for yourself. So join me next time for another episode of the Sales Hero Podcast.